afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today in the co-host chair is the lovely Christy Stratton. Hello. How are you doing, Christy? I'm doing great. I I have had, since I've seen you guys, mm-hmm. I had a very exciting, uh, I, I met uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, where'd you meet Weird Al? Well, he was doing the At Midnight show on Comedy Central. Okay. And my husband works for Comedy Central. And I just remember in fourth grade, like, finding Dr. Demento Mm -hmm. and how, I mean, that was a lot to me as a kid. And he wanted to enter. He's like, oh, would you like to meet him? And I'm like, no. Like, I can't do that. I'm not one of these people that can just go, yeah, you know. And so I'm like, dope. I beg him, please, please. I don't want, I don't want to do it. And then he introduced me and it was very nice. He was very nice. And then afterwards, Gary's like, do you want to take a picture after the show? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I can't. Just don't, don't make me, please. What do you mean don't. you can't? I, I, because I just get so nervous. Like, what, I'm going to seem like an ass or something. No. And, and Weird Al could kind of see us hovering. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and he kind of caught Gary's eye. He's like, oh, do you want a picture? And, or, or, uh, or I think Gary asked. And then he was like, yeah, cool. And he was super cool and made a funny face. Yeah. And it was exciting. It was exciting, y'all. Did he have a Hawaiian shirt on? He did, I believe. Yeah, I think that's his hair. outfit. But I got to tell you, he didn't look much older than no, me. No, I agree. And I'm he, like, how was he 10 when he did those songs? Yeah, he really doesn't look much different, except he doesn't have a mustache anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, right. I, I, always, I keep forgetting to introduce Kyle. Kyle Dodson's here yeah. producing. Kyle, and you're a big Weird Al fan. Yeah, I grew up with Weird Al. I love Weird Al. Really? Because yeah. like, our generation, I, I know it was he was a thing and right. MTV and all that, but yeah. I didn't realize, you know, you young kids. Yeah, Running With Scissors, that was the first CD I ever owned. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Go. Yeah. Oh, that's like myself, cool. but you didn't run with scissors, did you? Yeah, to you, open it. To open it. <laughs> <laughs> but what yeah. was super cool was all of the audience. Like people were into it. Like people were excited for him. People knew that that was a yeah. big deal. And I like that. I like that. Like he was getting the you know. I, I think he's. Deserved. I think he's the type of a celebrity where. Even if you don't own any of his music or, or it's not even really on your radar, you still know him and you still like him because he just, he has a, I think he has a presence that's likable, positive. And no one before or since, well, maybe before, but like he's the guy that does that. Yeah. No one else, do, no one else does that. And yeah. if they do, they do it once or twice. They don't, it's not their career. Correct. <laughs> or, or they can't do it. They can't do it successfully enough. Like he does it. Right. So, uh, uh a couple of years ago I put out, uh, uh, an email to his manager to get him on the podcast, and it was it was a really like terse okay. email, like in a no. Hmm. And so I was like, okay. So then, like two weeks ago, I put out another one because now we've had some guests on, yeah. And so you know, I always send a list of guests and links to all those. And now I got a very lovely email that said Al's working on an album right now. It should be out in <gasps> 2014, and and it said, and please. Um, reconnect with me then. So that was much better than my last email. Yeah. Which was like, oh gosh, how so dare excited. you email me? It was basically <laughs> the vibe <laughs> I got. And it was the same person. It was the same person. Yeah. I mean, this, this, I think this is a, a friend that he grew up with who became his manager in the early, and has always been his manager. Okay. So I always like to hear things like that. So, uh, let's get into the topic today. Yes. You, now, Christy picked this topic, and then 
decided she did not want to do it. Well, what, this is what's interesting is the, the topic is right and wrong. Right. Right versus wrong, whatever. And I found it very interesting how few artists mm-hmm. really wanted to explore you know, right or wrong. Like you're not going to hear Led Zeppelin worrying about like no. whether they did something right or wrong. Well, they're too busy singing about uh, uh, Mordor and uh, right. Gollum. <laughs> and elves. And I found it at first very limiting, but then I thought it was kind of um, interesting in a, in a fun way. Cause a lot of these songs are about love or sex like that. It's not like what's, you know, I, am I buying the right car? Am I getting into the right career? Those are not the songs right. that you hear about in this, um, anyway, and I, I, when she said like, yeah, I, I did this lickety split. I'm like, all right. So, um, so today the topic is right and wrong. Yes. These are songs with either right or wrong mm-hmm. in the song title. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got cough all of a sudden. So, um, since you picked this title, <gasps> this topic, and then withdrew it. And then mm-hmm. put it back on the table. Yes. I'm going to let you go first. Excellent. Um, I picked this one to go first because it was the first song uh, on Lucinda Williams' um, Car Wheels on a Gravel Road album, which was awesome. And it's, uh, the song is called Right in Time. All right. A tattoo pierces the skin and the blood runs through. Oh. Anyway. It sounds like she's right in the room. <laughs> I do. I like, I mean, it's really, I like when it's something's recorded, like really like crisp and clean. Yeah. And that sounds like she's right there. Yeah. In the room. And it's an incredibly sexy song. It's just really, I mean, it's fantastic. How, and the whole record's great, but. How old is, Listen, is, is Lucinda Williams Oh boy. Right now? In her 80s? I don't know. She's not in her 80s. No, how but she's got that timeless kind of shag. Yeah, an but, eyeliner thing that, um, and there was that period in the aughts that I just I couldn't get enough of her. I saw her at the House of Blues; she was fantastic. I mean, yeah, I was she, in tears because I was with this boy that didn't love me. But other than that, the show was dynamite. She is. Uh, she just had a birthday uh, in January. She's uh, sixty-one years old. Okay, sixty-one years old, still doing it. Yeah, lots of people record her songs too. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right. That's our show. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> right and wrong. The first. Uh, that's funny that you just say that because that is the title of my first song. I picked a song that has right and wrong in it. Nice. From 1986. Let's hear a little bit of Joe Jackson. Too hard for clever folks to understand. Yeah, them are used to words like. Are you a Joe Jackson fan? 
you know, he's one that I absolutely appreciate, mm-hmm. but for one reason or another, haven't gotten into. Like, Warren Zevon is one of them. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I've got to get into Warren yeah. Zevon one of these days. Yeah, for both of those guys, I like the the hits or the popular songs or the songs that everyone's heard, okay. but I'm not deep into their catalog to where I'd be like, oh, this is buy this album because this whole album's good. Okay. So yeah, I have to get into both of those guys also. Yeah, right? But, I the, mean... but the hits I love. I love mm. Joe Jackson's hits and I love Warren Zevon's hits. Yeah. And it just feels like uh, sometimes I'm like, oh, do I really want to get into two guys that have a, a big catalog of songs right now? <laughs> and yet, uh, and yet Hall & Oates, uh, I've been getting into Hall & Oates like crazy for the past like three weeks. Really? Like again, I know they're hits. And there's like one or two albums that I own of theirs. Like I love Voices. Okay. Uh, but I'm like, well, if I like Voices, I probably like the album that comes after that. And then I'm like, well, if I like Voices, I probably like the album that comes right before that. And and now I'm like kind of deep into yeah, it. Yeah. And, and good? Yeah. Worth it? Worth your time? Uh, yeah. Everything from like 79 through like 84 for me is okay. great. Right. That's the very poppy. Some of it's a little punky, new wavy. And then they get into, you know, their soul. Okay. But yeah, I like well, it a lot. Well, speaking of new wavy and 80s. Here we go. Um, Devo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Devo was very underrated as a pop band. I think they're, they're, a lot of their stuff is deeper than mm-hmm. seems on the surface. This is from Freedom of Choice, and it's called It's Not Right. Fantastic, right? Yeah. How I, great is that? There's tons of Devo songs I love. I love Girl You Want and Freedom of Choice and Beautiful World. Mm. Through, oh. through Being Cool. <gasps> That's good. Oh, beautiful World. Peekaboo. Mm. Yeah. I like, I like lots of Devo songs. And it has this kind of air of frivolousness, mm-hmm. but it really has this kind of undercurrent of, you know, very adult themes, very cerebral. I think people toss them in as like a joke band. Yes. And because they're wearing the hat or the plastic wig or whatever they're doing. But it's yeah. like everyone kind of, a lot of bands have a costume they wear. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't understand that either, but yeah, Devo's good. Devo yeah. is good. They're still around, still doing it, still touring. Yeah. yeah. I think in the aughts, I did a race, one of those like 5k, 10k mm-hmm. things. And at the end of it, like some 80s bands were playing. Devo played? Ran. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Running in, exhausted. Devo's Did playing. Did Flock of Seagulls play? I think so, right? <laughs> it was, a lot of those. There was like at the different markers. It was like oh, you I was talking seeing... about Iran. Nice. Nice. I Boom. Oh, I nice. thought. Oh, see, I thought he meant the country, Iran. Oh. That's what I thought. The show got political all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> well, I uh, my next song is from uh, an artist. I think you played a couple shows ago uh pat benatar uh-huh and this is from crimes of passion and this is treat me right
that what you sing to her when she doesn't sign your album? Yeah, when she doesn't sign my album, I go, come <laughs> on, Pat, treat me right. Her voice, again, I said this last time you played her, it's crazy. And those songs, crazy. Yeah. Just great, and like, just, they endure. In fact, I didn't pick this one because I knew mm. that you would fit. There's another one that I'm waiting, like, to see. Okay. You have to stop you... doing that. You just no, but it's pick... fun. It's like Because a if game. you pick it, and, and I picked it, well, one of us won't play it, but we go, oh, we both had that. That was awesome. Well. So, what do you got next? Well, uh, do you, or we have that one next queued up. Okay. I, when I went to college mm-hmm. in the early 90s, okay. and I was at University of Florida. And there, when you'd go to frat parties, all the Miami boys, you would dance. It was all about dance music. It was all about, because I'm talking about the time before... Um, uh, Kurt Cobain came and ruined the party. Um, <laughs> but like your Def Leppard, you're, we're rocking, you know, fine young cannibals, we're bopping. And then I discovered the Spin Doctors. Okay. Pocket Full of Kryptonite mm-hmm. and this song. And yet people, I think, think it's so poppy and whatever. It was a good record. This particular song is uh, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Okay. And it's fantastic. See, this is sounding good to me already. I haven't heard it right? forever. It's a great song. Did we get to where he said Little Miss Can't Be Wrong? Oh, not yet. It's coming up. Yeah, we got to hear that. Oh. There it is. Yeah, they have uh, they have like uh, five or six songs that I like. I know, right? Yeah. Jimmy Olsen's Blues was good. Yeah. Like, there's some really good stuff on that. I mean, yes, Two Princes was very, mm. like, traditional, poppy, whatever. And right. that, you know, was kind of... But I I thought that was that was... That's a good song, and Chris that's a good Barron, choice. Homely lead singer. I always love that. I always appreciate the guys are like, okay, yeah, he's homely, but we got it. He's the best one for the was job. He, Let's put him out front. Was he homely, or did he look homeless? <gasps> okay. Maybe, B, he would clean, maybe he would clean up, and he'd be like, okay. Yeah. He was I one think, of those guys who had like a bead in his, like yes, beads in his beard. And the, and, and the scruffy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But skinny, real skinny. Yeah. Like a lead singer's supposed to be. Uh-huh. Real tall. I mean, it looked like he was tall. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to play a song. Oh, I, just start, I was just talking about uh, Hall & Oates. This is, uh, my next song is from an album that came out in 2011 by Daryl Hall. Okay. No Oates. No Oates. Just Hall. Uh, it's called- No G.E. Smith. No G.E. Smith. Mm. This uh, album is called Laughing Down Crying, and this song is called Wrong Side of History. So cold, and nobody knows, but somebody cares. You tear me down, and it's a blow in my pride. It's so cold, it's so cold. You're on the wrong side of history, yeah. You're on the wrong side of history, ah. You're on the wrong side of history, yeah. Daryl Hall, that's his best solo album. How his, many his, does he have? He has four solo albums, and that's the best of the four. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you that right now. All right. Uh, two of them stink. Okay. But this is the best one from 2011. Hmm. That's and kind of recent. 
why do you think this one was the best? Because uh, it sounds like a Hall & Oates album without Oates. Mm. And the other albums he tries to do, which, which I think you should do with a solo album. If you're, if you're in a, you know, like when, you know, like if the lead singer from Foreigner or someone does a solo album, it shouldn't sound like Foreigner. It should be different. Right. Otherwise, why do it? Right. Like so, Ben Orr's The Lace. Didn't re- sound like a Cars album. No, it didn't. That's got about four or five good songs, though, in my opinion. All right. I like that. Do you like that album? The Lace? Yeah. You wish that Stay the Night was a Cars song, right? You know, it, that was just a little too mellow. I mean, I get it, and I'm <clears> glad it was a hit for him. And, right. um... I, I think there's a song like In Circles that I like. And the one that you sent, like... The, too Hot I, to Stop. Too Hot to Stop. If I hadn't seen the video, oh, I would... Oh, that video is so bad. It's so bad. He is jammed in some leather pants. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Smart. It's cray. Yeah. I mean, and the hair is, uh, you know, sprayed up a little bit. And even though he was a devastatingly handsome man... Mm-hmm. Yeah. The... He wasn't that... Um, Comfortable in com- his body. Yes. And, and movement and... You right. know, inc- again, incredibly sexy, yeah. but just once he kind of moved with right. that face and that, it just didn't work. Much sexier just holding the bass and yes, keeping the low end low. <laughs> yeah. And they were all just standing there. It was just, there was something very compelling about seeing this band that you loved and they were mysterious and they all just stood there mm-hmm. and, well, you know, I can go on and on about the cars. Well, we should do, you know what? We've, we've been trying to get Elliot Easton in here, Christy and I have, and and um, haven't had word from them yet. But if we don't hear in a month or so, then we should just do a Cars episode. Okay. Get it, get it out of our systems. Oh, okay. 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 We'll, okay. Bring, we'll bring in our favorite car songs from every album. Okay. And just do it. I, I think that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. <clears throat> you have, you, you are, your, your glasses kind of remind me, you like a, a Greg Hoxish. Yes. Look. Yes. Thank you. I've been wearing these for years, mm-hmm. and because I thought that, like, uh, Circa mm-hmm. Panorama, and yeah. you finally, thank you, acknowledge See, Like, you look like you could be uh, Greg Hawks's much more attractive sister. Because <laughs> if I said, That's oh, how dental work. Like, yes. if I said, hey, you look like Greg Hawks, she'd be like, well, hey, wait a minute, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was adorbs. Um, okay, this next song okay. I picked for Pilar. All right. Uh, we spoke of Joan Osborne and Relish and how fantastic it is. The song's this on my song... list. The song's oh, on my list. Oh. Go ahead. All right. Well, this is uh, Right Hand Man. Right. Puts a an image that is very specific oh, that all young women know, and there's no shame in it. And she's just putting it out there, and it's just dynamite. That song. She, that's that's the walk of shame song. Yeah, but without the shame. No, when there's yeah, no. She is like, not ashamed. No, because she's not sneaking out. She's like, you got a toothbrush I can borrow. I yeah. blah, blah, blah. No, that's good. I love that. Uh, that album, uh, Relish, is uh, I think Pilar's favorite album. I think she's told me that, and. Um, 
and yeah, I, I just wish that she would be able to recapture that a little bit and do another great album. The other albums are good, but that album's great. Yeah. We've seen her live too. She's amazing. Really? The voice is crazy. Oh. Um, all right. Uh, from that, we are going to go to a band. I've said this story many times. Uh, I was playing this band uh, through my docking station in the kitchen. And Pilar said, who's this? And I said, this is UFO. And she said, <laughs> and she said, they're not very good, are they? Mm. And I was like, you get out of this house. <laughs> and, so, and I was just like, oh my God. And the other Pilar story I like to tell is uh, I was playing uh, Joe Walsh in the kitchen. And it was, uh, it was pretty loud, but no one else was in the house. And then she came in and she started to tell me something. And as she's telling me it, she realizes, oh, this music is really loud to be having a conversation. <laughs> and she said, fuck this music. <laughs> I was like, just do what, just turn it down. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, uh, that's our kitchen when we listen to music. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This love is it, UFL. This is from, uh, an album called the wild, the willing and the innocent. First time I ever saw UFO. They opened for cheap trick at the Pittsburgh civic arena. It was the second concert I had ever seen. <gasps> I didn't know UFO. I didn't know who they were. And they came out, they had been around for probably five, six, seven years at that point. And they came out and I was like, oh my God, who is this band? Why is the lead singer wearing blue crushed suede boots? And why do they sound so good? And I've, I was, I've been, I've never seen a band like live and then been like, oh, that's it. That's my band. And then I went back and, and bought everything. And I've, I've, I, they still tour. I go see them every, every time they come to LA. And they're at a small, tiny club. and I've, Same lineup? Uh, it's three of the originals right now. Mm. But uh, I've met them and got their autographs and super nice, super fun. Love it. So this is, uh, this is a song called, that was a lot of story. This song is called Couldn't Get It Right. I love it. That is great. <laughs> the wild, the willing, and the innocent. Get that album. Wow, that's good. Thank I'm, you. I was I was preparing myself. I was like, all right, and then whoa. You were preparing yourself to think not very good, are they? Yeah, <laughs> I was. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> and um, that was fantastic. Well, um, we're going to um, take a step into a different genre right now, okay. and this is um, Flo Rida. Oh, great. Mm. What's it called? Right round. You'll you'll hear the sample very quickly. All right. I said sample, but he doesn't really sample it. Right. He, you know, 
And the sample would be from... Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. Right round. Pete Burns, to me, a much better drag queen than um, (laughs) uh, Boy George. Right. He was just handsome. Mm -hmm. So it was actually more of an androgynous thing. Right. I mean, I know that we're going from Florida to Pete Burns, but come on, the guy was a looker. Yeah. I mean, he could still be with us, maybe. Is he? I don't know. Hmm. You can look that up. Kyle's looking it up. Uh, anyway, that was fun. Come on, that's fun. No, I like that's that. That's a fun, you know. Yeah, you go from UFO to Flow Rider. That's what the the show is about. We right? want to mix it up, play different stuff. Uh, Pete Burns looks to still be with us. Yay! Is he still uh, dressed as a lady uh, or a no. handsome woman? Not so much anymore. Uh-oh, oh. Show the picture to Christy and, and ruin it for her. Oh, oh. Has to load. That's what, that's what he looks like—a blank square. Oh my gosh! Okay, okay. <laughs> wow. Bad? Wow. It's Let me see horrifying. this. Wow. It's a very different look. It's a very different look. There's been some surge. Oh, there's my been God. some surgery. It looks like there's some like piercings in the eyebrow. Oh, no, okay. no, no. Okay, okay. stop. Okay. That's yeah. really gross, people. Yeah. Kyle, maybe you mark that and you put that up on the <laughs> on the website to see what. Wow! Made, what a difference. What made Christy scream in horror? Oh. That's why. Why. He was just so beautiful before, and anyway. What I will say is Joan Rivers looks better than this Oh, picture. for sure. That Those lips are terrible. Oh. Don't do any limp plumping. I'm telling you. No. Yeah. It, it's the most obvious. I can't. No. No. Don't do it. Uh, when it comes to vocalists, this is one of my top two vocalists of all time, and she, I guess she would be my top female vocalist. Uh, I love Chrissy Hind. Yes. I love The Pretenders. And this is uh, from 1986. This is Don't Get Me Wrong. Love the pretenders. Yeah. I saw that come up on my, and I'm like, oh no, he's bringing it. He's bringing it. <laughs> Although there's one more that I'm thinking, but we'll see. All right. But yeah, I, that's I mean, I'm trying to look here to see if I, I, uh, that would be, this would be, I, I think I might have one that you might have, but it would be, mm. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a dynamite song. We love her. Um, this was one that I didn't know that it, I looked up mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, Tokyo Rose. I, I know I've heard of them and whatever. And the song is called Right as Rain and it's really good. Tokyo Rose. won't let myself let you down and uh, she's right on all accounts but one i'm right for you as rain that is some really good lyric writing i think what uh, what year is that from i i like i said i don't know any i'm i just i found that just looking up right and i just thought it was i'm like i've got to get into this they're from new brunswick new jersey yeah everyone. yeah yeah. i'm looking at it right now uh, active 1999 until the present is what they're saying so uh, look at you bringing the rock i will i wanted to like okay i want to expose yeah. myself to something new and different and that was in your iTunes. 
you came across that. I came across that. No, 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 not in my personal one. I went to the stu- the store. Oh, you went to the store. I oh, went to the store. Okay, yeah, you're, yeah, doing, yeah. you're doing research. Well, I wanted something out of my because, like I say, mm-hmm. I know a lot. We have a lot of overlap, so I'm like, I want to just get out and discover someone else exploring the theme. All right. Mm. Well, we appreciate it, mm. and the listeners appreciate it. Well, we'll see. Uh, this is a gentleman. Whenever, whenever someone's been on the show, if I find a song that fits uh, a new category, I try to include them. So this is from uh, Marshall Crenshaw's 1985 album called Downtown, and the song is called Right Now. I'm all alone, so come on over, baby, right now. Produced by T-Bone Burnett. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's in 1885. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. I like it because that sounds like you could have said that was released a year ago or this year. And or you 1950. Said a, right. Yeah. I love timeless stuff like that. I yeah. think that's really great. Don't thank me. Thank him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I, we've been in the right area for, I think it's time to kind of dip back into wrong. All right. And I think, you know, um, pedophilia, we've been talking about that uh, uh, as a culture. And oh, yes, um, we have been. This might be one of those songs that like it's the, it's super creepy, super creepy, but it's a really good song. Would and this be one of Woody Allen's favorite songs? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. It's Wrong Way by Sublime. And he's 12 years old and two more shall be a war. Nobody ever told her it's the wrong way. Don't be afraid with the quickness you get laid for your family get paid. It's the wrong way. I give her all that I have to give. I'm gonna make it hard to live. Soggy tears running down to a chin. And ruins up her makeup and never walk. That's, that's enough of that. <laughs> but it's a good, so like you're listening to it, you don't know, like you're if you're just uh, tuning in yeah, back I'm- in the... I think it's enough time has passed. I think we can all pr- stop pretending that we like Sublime. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> the shit. It's like the nickelback of its day. But, but you know, <laughs> discovering, you know how sometimes you'll discover a song yeah. and you'll bop along to it and then you're like, oh, whoa. I, yeah, there's, a, there's a, a, a Rick Springfield song that's in my, is in my um, treadmill tunes when I'm on the treadmill. And the other day it was on and I was listening to the lyrics. I'm like, Oh, this is about, it's about the same thing as this. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I can't run on yeah. the trip next. I just can't. It's, that's bringing me down. And 10,000 Maniacs, you know, we're tired of the excuses everybody <laughs> uses. And you're like, you're listening to it like, woo. You know, me and my sorority girls, we're out in my uh, old VW convertible. We're, and right. like, oh, oh, wait, <laughs> this is yeah. about child abuse. Yeah. At least this with J- Jamie's got a gun, I knew right away what was going on. Uh. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they trick you with a little happy melody. Yeah. Hmm. I guess what else do you have on that playlist? Christine 16. Christine 16 by oh, Kiss. Yeah. 17 by Winger. Oh, boy. Mm. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's go with some TP and the H Breakers. Oh, yes. This is from uh, an album produced by Jeff Lynn called Into the Great Wide Open, and this is All the Wrong Reasons. Well, she grew up hard, and she grew up fast in the age of television. And she made a vow to have it all. It became her new religion. Down in the soul, it was an act of treason. Down they go. I love I love him. I'm I'm not as familiar with this one. This This uh, was the this was the album that came after Full Moon Fever. Okay, which was a mega yeah. yeah. And uh, that was a solo album. That was a Tom Petty solo album. And then this was uh, a Heartbreakers album. But he kept Jeff Lynne as producer. Mm. And uh, it has some uh, great highlights on it. But it's not as good as Full Moon Fever. Okay, not a lot of things can be. Yeah. Right. Oh, pretty great. Um. uh, Okay. I've warned you all. I warned from the first time I came on that any time <laughs> I was going to be able to play the Bee Gees, I was yeah. going to do it. Yeah. And uh, oh my god, we're out of time. Hey, really? okay, what? Um, this no, is I like the Bee Gees. Love so right from 1976. I don't know if I know this song. Do I? rock but come on that's a lovely I, melody yeah, i just checked my itunes i have this song. you know when you whenever you play you've played the bgs i'm like well, i've got I, I, do i have that song i think i have that song and yeah i have it love so right now did you i haven't listened to it yet because i'm a little afraid mm-hmm. in ni- the, your 1977 show yes did you acknowledge the elephant in the room in 1977 w- uh, w- disco what bgs um saturday night fever uh did uh, did seagull play any saturday night fever I don't think so. I thought I thought Mike maybe played. Oh, maybe. I didn't, but I think I thought Mike might have played. Okay. Something. I thought he played a BG song. Okay. Okay. Then then I can, you know, not get my dander up. We should do a disco show. Oh my gosh. But would your would the listeners like that? Would well, there be a revolt? Would there be a non-downloading? <laughs> Uh, not if we made it fun. All right. Well, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should do it. No. Are you looking? You still looking? I thought he played a BG song, but maybe I'm wrong. Because that was 77, right? And not 78. Am I mistaken? Because I'm a little Uh, drunk. He he was, he had, he he had an Andy Gibbs song, but he didn't play. Oh, okay. Oh. He didn't play. We ran out of time. Ran out of time. Okay. All right. Um, what do I want to do now? I might want to, I might want to skip my Fleetwood Mac song. And go with my Jerry Rafferty song. Oh, 
which I have. You, you do? <laughs> I do. Well, then I'm going to keep my Fleetwood Mac song, and you can play your Jerry Rafferty song. Mm-hmm. So let's hear uh, from Tusk, which is, for me, as always, seems like a more of a Lindsey Buckingham solo album a little bit. This is, uh, I Know I'm Not Wrong. I wanted to comment, uh, and I jumped right in with that song. How crazy um, is, uh, is are the Bee Gees' voices in, in the early days? Crazy. That was so... Like, are they trying to sing like that, or is that well, just what how happened, they sing naturally? What happened, and I want to say it was Amit Erdogan. Mm-hmm. I think it was him. But they were doing um, the... Um, gosh, was it Spirits Having Flown that has Nights on Broadway? Mm-hmm. And he's like, can any of you do falsetto? Like, let's do falsetto at the end of this. Okay. And Barry's like, I'll do it. What the heck? Mm-hmm. And so, huh? You know, that whole thing was born from just like, hey, can one of you guys just pull, come a little falsetto here at the end? So on that song that you just played, that was um, that was Barry? Or was that... Um, oh, yeah. That was Barry. Mm. Are you going to go see Barry? He's coming to town. Uh, yes. Did you have your tickets yet? Yes. So does uh, Jimmy Pardo also has his tickets. <gasps> He's taking his mom. Okay. Yeah. Not because his wife won't go. I think he just wants to you know, take his mom for, I think maybe it's her birthday. Did you see? Do you have good tickets? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you see uh, him on a Fallon? Uh, no, I didn't see him on Fallon. I saw, wait, I saw him on, when Fallon hosted Saturday Night Live, I saw okay. him in there. Well, look up on YouTube. Okay. There is, when he does the interview portion with Fallon, mm-hmm. they sing Everly Brothers songs. Oh, wow. And it sounds fantastic. Like he, ha- he Barry plays a long guitar and then Jimmy like harmonizes yeah. with him. It's dynamite. They do three little uh, Everly Brothers songs and it sounds fantastic. Jimmy Fallon might have too much talent. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> he, got, he got a lot of, uh, of stuff going on there. Yeah. They could have made, God could have made him ugly. Mm, maybe, but you know, no. But no, no, they didn't. Could have made him bald. Nope. <laughs> could have made him fat. Nope. None of nope. that. Um, did you see when they did, uh, when Fallon recently hosted Saturday Night Live and they did the, 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 the Barry Gibb talk show? Uh, yes. But I had a problem with it because um, Timberlake was on and he was playing... Um, Robin, Robin, and, and but Robin's not with us anymore. <laughs> they, they, and I, and I think rightfully so. They just don't acknowledge no, that just, he's timeless. But then and Barry, that's true. Barry came out at the end of it and like danced behind him. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm having like a weird feeling now about this whole sketch because he's playing Barry, but then there's the real Barry, and there's he's playing Robin. Robin's dead. I don't know if, I, yeah. if I'm enjoying this anymore. Oh, I thought it was really neat. It must be hard to be Barry. His three, all three brothers mm-hmm. have passed. Yes. I mean, he's got to know his number's up. Oh. He's next. And the mother is still alive. And how old is she? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a hundred. You know why she's knows? alive? Money keeps you alive. Apparently there's a sister too. Like, remember when you found out there was this Rebby Jackson? Oh, yes. Like, all of a sudden there's this older sister too. I'm like, oh. But does she sing? I don't think See, so. See, Rebby was trying to, to sing. Was she? I only found out about Rebby like in my 30s. Okay, give me, um, you know what? I have a Rebby Jackson song in my iTunes and I'm going to jump ship no. here. I'm going to jump ship here for a second. Okay. And the reason 
the reason that I have this Ruby Jackson song in my iTunes is because it's a duet with Robin Zander of Cheap <gasps> And this song is from What? This is this is from her album Reaction. I think we all know it. And this is called You Send the Rain Away. How much will I play? This will be more than anyone's ever played, so. What year was this? Um, <laughs> my thing says 2010. It's not. Okay. It's probably like 86 or 87. Okay. That sounds like it's from an album. Great is that. <laughs> okay, here comes Robin. To the chorus, then I'll stop. <laughs> Fade that right down. There we go. That's uh, you send the rain away. Wow. I have a Reby Jackson song. Who's next? I'm just my, I'm a my, I'm all a flutter. I know. That. I don't who's, even know what's going on right now. Me. Yeah, you. You well, and you. Were, I'll go ahead and play Jerry Rafferty because the song is awesome. And, and that's um, not. That's, the, oh, I'm sorry. And oh. that's not the song that you thought that you and I might have. No, there's another one that okay. I think. This is interesting. Um, this is number eleven. Yes. From city to city. Some like wood blocks in this song when or something. I wanted you to share my life, I had no doubt in my mind. But it's not like on tempo either. No, it's like weird, but it's great. Song, love songs that are like that that yeah. are they're not like passionate love songs. they're mm-hmm. like dude you know you know I'll never leave you know it's just we're chill and it's I love that I think that's so um, more profound I think you think that's better than you send the rain away a little bit <laughs> by Reby Jackson a here's how bit. she is on the album cover <laughs> that's how her picture is how, I, like I missed that I, I and Everyone I watch MTV it. like from dawn to dusk yeah. every day on the weekends it, and the, on the summer. The Wikipedia article said it came out in '86 okay. and it had two mildly successful hits. That's what? what it says. Yes, wow. and that's all it says about it. Yeah, reaction, and then you send the rain away. Yeah. Wow. I think I read an. She artic- had another album too. That was her second. Was that Centipede? Was her other album? Yes. Yeah. Why do I know that? I shouldn't know that. Boy. You the, um, are sharp as a tack, mister. Robin Zander, I read an article with him and they asked him, someone asked him why he did that. And he said, uh, I paid my mortgage for a year or something like that. Something like, yep. Wow. Big money. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Uh, okay. What have we, oh, okay. So this next song, this is from, this is very recent. This is 2013. This is from the category when uh, a recording artist says, you know what? I think I'm going to do a country album. So this is from Cheryl Crow's 
most recent album, Feels Like Home, which is actually a very, very, very good album. Um, if she wouldn't have told me that it was her country album, I would just go, oh, it's a Sheryl Crow album, but there's some twangy guitars here and there. Mm-hmm. So this song is called You're Asking the Wrong Person. And no one knows me better than you do But you got a girlfriend Who doesn't like you having girls for friends So you don't always tell her where you've been Even though you're just with me That's great. I yeah. like that very much. I think you'll like that album a lot. Feels yeah. like home. I, I think, do like her. Yeah, I do too. And I think, uh, like I said, I think this would be in the Christie Stratton ballpark. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to so try um, that. Yeah, and and you know, this next one mm-hmm. is right in my ballpark. How speaking more, of, how many more songs do you? Have? Oh, I have like three or four. But okay, but 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 we can. You just tell me when, and I'll stop. I only have one more. So oh. you do this one. I'll okay. do one. You do one. Great. And then we'll say our goodbyes, and okay. let Kyle play us out. Um. Jagged Little Pill. Mm-hmm. I've been very vocal about how important that was in my life as a young woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a song uh, called Right Through You. Oh, hello, Mr. Man. <laughs> you didn't think I'd come back. Mm-hmm. You didn't think I'd show up with my army and ammunition on my back. Now that I miss Billionaire, you scan the credits for your name. I wonder why it's not there. I see right Now, How great is that? That is that is I, I it's just that first line that she says hello Mr. Main. Yeah. However, now in 2005 she released Jag Little Pill Acoustic. Did, okay, yes, did yes. You get, I did I'm, not get it. I, I want to hear cuz I have I like Alanis and I want to hear a little bit of of I want to hear how she sings that line acoustically. So let me plug in, plug in. I like that she could kind of like have a little character in this it was very real to me this well this whole and I'm going to see if my, I'm going to see if my wife would start calling me Mr. Man. <laughs> That's what I call my husband. Well, you have to because it's last name. <laughs> yeah. Very man. Okay, I'm playing it, Kyle, but we're not hearing it. Oh, here. This is very mellow. It was like towards the end. Of the yeah, song. it's the last verse. Oh, like how how long in do you think it was? It was like two. It's two. Yeah. Two, two minutes in. I walk right A double shot of Alanis. Tell Mr. Man, you did not think I'd come. 
catch you up with my REM Still in a shoe on my back And now that I'm a I like it. Love it. Yeah, she's good. I, I saw her in concert, and she was uh, very, very good. Very fun, good performer. She has the biggest mouth ever mm. in the world. Her mouth is gigantic. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. she could open her mouth like so wide. I guess that's what you do when you sing. All right, yeah. You take a deep breath. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> love that song. Uh, so my next one is one that I thought you might have because it's from a Rick Okasik Solo album. Wow, I do not. This is from his 1997 album called Troubleizing. Yes. And this is called The Next Right Moment. Starting to swerve now, side to side, up and down, set me straight, I actually own this, but I, you know. I love that album. It's, okay. I think it's a really, really good, uh, it's a little more crunchier, a little more heavier than, than a Cars album, but I really like that uh, Rick Ocasek album. Okay, I gotta give that another listen, because yeah. I listen to it, and you know, I just put it away. Yeah. Not for lack of love, but for that lack happens of love. a lot. You'll go like, oh, okay. But then, because I'll do that a lot, I'll go, what is this on my shelf? I don't even remember this. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Mm. That's what I say to myself. Mm, that's that's I uh, yeah, the Rick Ocasek solo albums have uh, have some nice little nuggets mixed in there. Yeah. yeah. I was most into Beatitude or Beatitude, Beatitude or whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. That's the kind of one that I got into and then felt a little... The, some of them were a little softer and yeah. like emotions and motion or whatever. Like I can't, I can't. It was I'll, a little too. I'll make you a mix. All right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make right. you a mix CD. No, actually, I'm going to make you a tape. I'm going to make you a mix tape. Oh my God. And then you'll have to go find a place where you can oh, play that. Oh, honey. You have a cassette player at yeah. your house? Yeah. I have a cassette player that records the cassettes onto your CDs. Wow. Well, I was going to make records. it on a mini cassette. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. All right. What do you have? This, All right. This, this is my last one. one. And, and you know, I'm to choose my last one, I... I Climax Blues Band. I know not a whole lot about them right. other than this me song neither. as a child was big for me. And you know how you have your happy songs where if something good happens to you, you look mm-hmm. for that song right. that just for some reason lifts your spirits and okay. for some reason you get into it. And this is, couldn't get it right. Also the same, but it's a different, it's a, of course a different song. And right. Oh, this one's number 10. This is not a remake of the UFO song. No, it is okay. not. Cow bell. Everyone Time was drifting This ride got to roll So I hit the road And made my getaway Restless feeling Really got a hold I started searching For a better way And I kept on looking for a sign I'm going to have to go to iTunes and buy this song now. Right? Yeah. Love, Very nice. love that song. I just think it just, it's 
Very Groovy nice. and fantastic. I think we played good songs today. I think so. Uh, before Kyle plays us out, I want to let you know that you can follow us on Twitter at Rock Solid Show, at Christy S. Mann, at Pat underscore Francis, and at Kyle Dotson Funny. Also, I want to thank uh, all the guys who have been doing all the Facebook artwork every week. These guys are really hitting it out of the park. We have Jason Levy, Aaron Gould, Glenn K. Ammo, and Jamie Whitlock. These guys uh, just said, hey, I can do some of that stuff for you. And, uh, and they've been doing excellent, excellent stuff. I can't wait for you to see the artwork uh, for this Ooh. episode uh, mm-hmm. that was done by Jamie Whitlock. It okay. is really, really cool. Oh. So, um, what else do I got? Uh, head over to uh, www.rocksolidpodcast.com. Uh, that's Jason Wilcox's site where he's uh, been um, cataloging all the episodes. Uh, although Jason hasn't done an update since November. So, uh, Jason, are you alive? Uh, and that's, uh, that's it. Uh, Kyle, what do you want to play us out on? Thank you, Christy. Thanks, Christy. Always Thank fun to so have fun. you here. I love this. Uh, this is a song by an uh, early 2000s band called SR71, and it's called Right Now. All right. She clings to me like cellophane, fake plastic submarine, slowly driving me insane. But now that's over. So what if the sex was great? Just a temporary. Another thing I grew to hate, but now that's over. Why? Why you always kick me when I'm high? Knock me down till we see eye to eye. Figure her out, I know she may not be this, but she'll do right now. She'll do right now. I used to hang on every word. 